Hey guys and welcome to this episode of Pizza Plus Coffee Equals Code. On this episode we talk to some of the lovely folks at One More Level. Uh, they are talking about their brand new game, Ghost Runner. First off, if if somehow people don't know what Ghost Runner is uh, at this point, could you give us a quick rundown of what it is? Uh, sure. So Ghost Runner is a first-person action game uh, set in the dark cyberpunk world uh, where it takes control over that cyborg called Ghost Runner. And your goal is to uh, climb up the Dharma Tower and deal with the current ruler. So, yeah, basically this is it. Uh, of course, I think Jan can enhance this background story for you a little more oh yeah definitely uh, you want me to go yeah. uh, all right so as Fredek mentioned uh, the ghost runner wakes up at the very bottom of the tower with little knowledge about his surroundings and then he soon finds out that he needs to climb up uh, to confront the current ruler of the tower and uh, it's specifically made in a way that uh, the player doesn't know anything about the world and neither does Ghost Runner for the most part. And as you climb and as you progress through the game, you learn more and more about the setting, about the world and about the characters. And depending on how much you want to invest in finding out about the world and in learn into learning about it, uh, well, you get as much as you want because basically uh, the plot, the story never stops you, never forces you to you know slow down and listen to someone or to read something uh, you just learn the basics as you progress through the levels and if you are inclined to find out more you're free to explore and to find additional story items that reveal a bit more of a background but basically we give it our best for the story to complement the action rather than to hinder it yeah that was going to be uh, one of my questions here because if you like the gameplay is so fast paced and uh it is so actiony uh how do you balance getting those uh narrative aspects and as you say if you're not stopping uh to be told in a cutscene, are you sort of discovering little nuggets of information here and there so i'll start on that really quickly and then i'm sure radek and martin will have much to add to that but basically uh as i said um the gist of it, the, the very basics are delivered to you between the fights. So just as you progress through the levels, you get the basic picture of what's going on. What do you need to do? And many of this is also done through level design, uh, which is very clever. I think I'm allowed to say that. And uh, yeah, basically uh, the fights are divided by uh, platforming sections. And during those platforming sections, you're able to focus on uh, what's going on. Uh, the background is delivered through the characters that speak to you, that speak to the Ghost Runner, our titular character. And from this, you can get the gist of it. And uh, there's also this uh, special part of Ghost Runner's world, which is called Cyber Void. And this is a simulated reality uh, in which the Ghost Runners uh, sometimes uh, finds himself in, like he's basically traversing this visual representation of uh, of the network that binds all of the tower together. And in these sections, uh, there's more time. Uh, there are not so many bullets flying through the air, so you can e more easily focus on uh, what's going on with the story. And in those sections, we put 
much of the game's exposition. So there you are able to interact with the world in a bit different way and find out more about the story without necessarily uh, getting killed in the process. And I'm sure, as I said, that Radek and Martin will have something to add in that matter. Yeah, so basically everything what Ian said is true. Uh, we don't want to stop player. That's why we are uh, preparing that platform sections between uh, fighting sections where you can because during the fight you are mostly focused on the fight or, and not to die because the game is one hit one kill so it's uh, quite hardcore title and you have to be 100 percent focused on on the action and during the uh, platforming uh, kind of puzzles it's a way easier for you to listen to the background to listen to the uh, narrator let's say and um I think it's it's a good way to go. But of course, if you want to focus 100% on story, you can always stop and uh, wait for the you know phrases to to, to finish. Uh, Martin, you want to add something to that? Uh, well, it's uh, you put it very pretty, very well, Jan and Radek. And also, I like to add to that that uh, you can explore the levers uh, for collectibles between files. So you can learn more about the world and uh, the story. And uh, yeah, we've pretty much divided the game into a couple of sections, like uh, just guys just described, to make the pacing of the whole thing fluid and fun. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, you mentioned the the one hit one kill mechanic there. Uh, it's it's quite a brutal mechanic you know it leaves no room for mistake uh so is this sort of targeted towards the more hardcore guys who are going to try it over and over and over with the player base yeah so uh, because of this mechanic which was used for example in hotline miami or in super hot for example where each kill each each shot is uh, fatal to you uh it's of course the game game is aimed for the hardcore gamers but to be honest it's it's a little bit like for example in dark souls where you have to learn uh, your uh, you know your surroundings your your uh, uh, arenas uh, which arena is uh, next and which enemy you should kill next i think it's uh, it's part of uh, of the core gameplay that you have to die a lot here but it's not that it doesn't feel like a real panic because uh, you know we have a very quick like the instant uh, restart so we have also a lot of checkpoints during the gameplay so you don't have to be worried about dying in our game because it's just a part of the of the core gameplay so it shouldn't feel like you are failing because you are dying i uh, rather t uh, tell you that you are learning through dying in uh, ghost runner uh, also, if I may, if yeah. I may, uh, sorry for interrupting. Uh, well, the levels are constructed the way and your surroundings, so it's very clear what kills you, and you are very aware uh, what was the mistake you made. So each time, like Radek said, you are learning what could you do, and there are some. The levels are pretty linear, but there are some alternate ways here and there. For you to experiment, it's uh, pretty fun to watch people play the game and you know see what they come up with, with what kind of strategies that strategies they use. Uh, 
Yeah, so I wouldn't say that it's like only for hardcore gamers. It's uh, the challenge is pretty clear, so you can learn, you know, and adapt. You don't have to be like, yeah. you know, a pro gamer or anything like that. Uh, we we tested the game on many different kinds of players, and feedback we got was pretty amazing, I must say. So, yeah. Yeah, I'd like to attest to that. As not a hardcore gamer myself, uh, I can attest to that the game is not frustrating like you learn. It's more addictive than frustrating and every death gives you something to work with. Whenever you die, you learn and you move on and you overcome the challenges. Yeah, yeah you can try different strategies. You can try using different abilities uh, because we have a special abilities in our game. So, yeah. Personally, I think for me at least, it's very satisfying when you uh, execute your plan uh, in the perfect way, when you kill uh, multiple enemies in one strike. It's very satisfying. Yeah, yeah that's the power. Yeah, when you accomplish the plan. Yeah, yeah. that's the powerful really reason. powerful moments for, for the player, to be it's honest. Like, oh, yes. Okay, let's go. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm such a badass. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, hyped up. Yeah, yeah, I figured it out. Yes. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> uh, More like a path, in a way. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. That's all good. Go on. Uh, the, the game, along those lines, looks very uh, speed runnable. You, you talked about some alternate paths and um, people finding their own way around the game. Uh, yeah. Was any features or anything built, I guess, for that crowd, the speedrun guys? Mm hmm. Yeah, because you know we saw the true potential for for this game in terms of speedrunning when we released the demo, uh, and uh, we have such a strong community be, uh, among speedrunners, and they uh, gives us some uh, ideas uh, what to extend in our game. For example, we are going to add leaderboards for each uh, levels. Uh, we are going to add timer. Uh, which can be visible all the time during the gameplay. It was the thing that we have already uh, developed for the demo itself. Uh, so it was pretty cool. We've also uh, made the momentum for the player uh, like a, a way more fluid uh, because there were several ideas when when we can lose the pace for the for the character. So we were improving this. Of course, there are some. Uh, hmm, exploits let's say which we uh were we we haven't uh, like uh, deleted this because yeah, we we, we found that stay, yeah. yeah we let it stay because uh, yeah it's there is something which is called uh, ledge boost and you can uh, move your character pretty quickly when you jump and slide uh, during uh, like jumping from the uh, edge ledge or edge <laughs> and it's uh, pretty amazing what uh, speedrunners did uh, just in our uh, demo so we don't uh, want to uh, like you know uh, destroy some uh, their ideas and their uh, you know just that small exploits that are in our game it's so cool to see them uh, you know trying different ways even in that demo which was like 10 minutes of gameplay and for them it was like four minutes i believe or something like that uh so yeah that was uh, pretty cool to see and uh, of course uh, during the whole game there are a lot of uh, there is a lot of space for 
you know, proving yourself as a speedrunner because it's a perfect game for this. Yeah, also I would like to add that uh, while designing the levels, we keep kept in mind what shortcuts could be added, you know, like, you know, it's not just a happy accident. It was like designed to have a, your, your, your own playstyle in a, in a small way, in a big way, it depends on the, on the scene. Yeah. And uh, so people have fun exploring uh, those, those places, you know, to get the best score, the best uh, time and, you know, have fun basically. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I've seen you guys talk about, uh, previous game god's trigger hotline miami uh and stuff like that mm -hmm. what sparked the transition to first person parkour game uh okay so the thing was that uh we have a we had a very good team uh, art team uh and they were like uh, quite experienced in uh, unreal engine so we decided to move forward to the new uh, engine because God's Trigger was developed in Unity. And uh, Unreal Engine is a perfect engine to develop first-person games, to be honest. And we figure out that let's try it. Let's try to do something like that. Let's try to do first-person game uh, with that uh, one-hit-one-kill mechanic, which was not so obvious at the beginning of development for this game because we added like... Uh, a month or two uh, when we were trying figuring out some prototypes for the first person game and then it all come, comes up that it's quite a good idea uh, and all that cyberpunk aesthetic we were quite hyped over all that you know we can say renaissance of the uh, cyberpunk genre so that was very exciting for us to develop the game in that uh, kind of aesthetic and that's how Basically, Ghost Runner was bored. <laughs> uh, is it very different from what you guys had when you had that initial idea, that initial vision? No, it isn't, to be honest. Uh, because uh, the first idea was to just make first-person game with some kind of cyberpunk vibe. Uh, but then uh, one of our designers come up with the prototype of the kind of let's say it was inspired by Samurai Jack, uh, where, where you can, uh, when you are uh, running with a katana sword and you can uh, slow time and you can dodge bullets and stuff like that. And we, ex yeah, and we later we uh, thought that we, it would be nice to add that one hit one kill mechanic because you can feel very powerful with that katana sword, but still you are quite uh, like a glass cannon, you are fragile. So you have to be you have to make that perfect uh, moves um, during the gameplay. So it, it wasn't easy for us to, you know, to switch from the top-down game to the first person. There were several things we had to learn, we had to figure out. We're looking into the best games from the genre, like Titan 4 or, or Mirror's Edge. Um, and I think that we, uh, we have something unique right now, uh, which is quite uh, i hope it will be interesting for the players to play uh you talked about uh samurai jack there a little bit but it seems like there's a yeah. lot of hints of uh pop culture around and a lot of inspirations uh can you talk us through a couple of the inspirations uh for both the gameplay and the uh visuals and stuff like that 
Sure, I can start with gameplay. I think that Damian can say a little bit about more about visuals. So in terms of gameplay, of course, we were focusing uh, uh, on on that parkour system, which uh, is quite nice in uh, Ghost Runner. We have that wall-running system, sliding, dodging, dashing. Uh, so basically, it was heavily inspired by Titanfall and Mirror's Edge. Uh, but of course, we've got that slow motion effect, which is kind of sometimes people uh, compare it to like a super hot that you can, you know, dodge the incoming bullet like uh, by, by slowing down the time. Um, so, yeah, the, but the biggest inspiration was, of course, our previous game, God's Trigger. That's where we learn how to use uh, one hit, one kill mechanic uh, effectively. And uh, we think that that was a pretty good game. And Ghost Runner is like a, a big step forward uh, in terms of I don't want to say a genre of one hit one kill games, but to be honest, there are quite a few already on on the market. Mostly of them are are, are more like indie titles, but yeah, Katana Zero. I don't know if you know this game, but uh, the funny thing is that uh, when we started prototyping uh, Ghost Runner, the Katana, the Katana Zero uh, was uh, released probably, and we figure out, oh my god, it's quite similar to our game. Uh, but it was a very cool game to play too. So maybe I can add a few things here. So from the very beginning of the project, we knew we wanted to make some uh, game that is more visually striking than our previous game, which was very limited by the top-down perspective. Uh, so this this time we can show a lot more of the world. We have a bigger, bigger set to work with. Uh, we also decided to use different engine in this case, it's Unreal. We we obviously seen all the tech demos and the uh, physically correct rendering was very impressive for us. So we wanted to create something like that. Uh, we drew a lot of inspiration when it comes to the visuals from the classic uh, from all the classic uh, movies uh, uh, set in the in cyberpunk uh, uh, in the cyberpunkish worlds like Blade Runner, New Blade Runner. Uh, Ghost in the Shell, obviously, a lot of uh, from the Dread. Uh, obviously, fortunately, there is huge hype for this kind of a genre, thanks to the 2077, obviously. Uh, but that, that's not our uh, source of inspiration, mostly, at least, which often people uh, ask us about. We mostly inspired uh, by the movies, and we have very strong uh, concept design team that creates all this awesome concept art. Uh, we can uh, build, uh, uh, recreate in 3D, right, as a 3D artist. Uh, and we also try to use all the new uh, tools and the graphical features uh, available to us, like volumetric lighting, uh, this crazy reflection environment available in Unreal, which makes everything looks really good. We are also working very closely with NVIDIA to implement uh, ray tracing and uh, as much of its features into our game. We use stuff like uh, ray traced reflections, ray traced shadows. We also used ray traced ambient occlusion, which uses which looks much more better. We currently working on uh, implementing of new NVIDIA anti-aliasing. Uh, so we hope that people who tend to invest into the hardware uh, will appreciate all this stuff. Obviously, even without of uh, those features, 
we want the, to make the game look as good as possible. Uh, we don't treat the game as the triple A, but we want the triple A visuals definitely. Uh, yeah, so basically what we're trying to do when it comes to the visuals, we try to create this uh, awesome background for all the story you will experience through the game and all the combat uh, that will take place into those set pieces we create. Cool. Uh, just a, a broad question to uh, to everyone on the call. If you you've probably played it a million times already, but is there one feature that you look at or one aspect of this game as your personal favorite? Something that you really enjoy about it? Oh, maybe I can start because I really... yeah, you can start. We can start from the top. Yeah, uh, <laughs> this is something uh, that personally I something I really like is the movement itself. It's something we iterate. Uh, a lot, not me personally, because I'm a 3D artist, but I see other guys working on it constantly, animators, uh, programmers, uh, level designers. So it takes a lot of love to kind of improve it day over the, the each day, basically. So uh, even from like a few builds ago, a lot of stuff is improved constantly, like the animations, the way you, it feels to slice the enemies, uh, the way it feels to it feels to run, uh, do the do the wall runs right. So I guess that's my favorite uh, part. Uh, the game is very fast and nothing slows you down and you really feel like this ninja futuristic futuristic character. Okay, so you mentioned a, a few more than just movement, to be honest. But but for me, it will be, just to not repeat after, after Damien, I would like to say that slicing through the enemies is very satisfying. We put a lot of effort into this too have an, it's a nice feeling like you know it's quite brutal as you can see but the sound is also pretty good it's juicy sound when you are uh, slicing through the enemies you can feel very powerful and uh, it, it just feel nice to uh, slice through all the enemies because you can cut them in the half and uh, it's like you you never get tired of it it's like it's it's so fun every single time you can feel like you are doing something really cool. <laughs> uh, well, it will be hard to make it uh, one thing, so I will try to encompass as little as possible in short, uh, some short answer. But basically, for me, the most satisfying part is like getting a perfect run and feeling that uh, the satisfaction of uh, performing a tricky, tricky, tricky run and in flawless way. So also, let's say that's connected with the way we design the enemies and the encounters. Like each enemy requires you to do something different. It's like more, more of a puzzle itself. So this enemy requires you to go from behind. This enemy requires you to go uh, dodge his bullet or in, in a different way or to very so like performing a run using different tactics you know and make, making uh, making it like flawless it's like really satisfying the feeling of accomplishment yeah accomplishment like but also you know the way we designed the game so it's always something interesting thrown in it's not just you know one thing the pacing you know the story like the, the whole the whole playthrough like it's really fun 
it's, it's hard to say like this the one thing is is, is, is is the playthrough okay yeah yeah like playing the whole game maybe that's the shortest answer <laughs> okay all right so i'll be very specific uh, on this and i do love many many features but this one that came to mind instantly when you asked about the the particular feature that we liked reflecting bullets that's oh. what i the system gives you immense satisfaction when you manage to it's hard but when you do it it feels so good and you don't have projectiles yourself so when you manage to take someone out with their own projectile or better yet to take somebody with someone else's projectile which you can do it feels just great oh yeah that's a cool feature yeah. <laughs> Uh, and then I guess lastly, if uh, people want to know more uh, about Ghost Runner or they hear this and they want to go out and wishlist it or pre-order it, uh, do you have social media links or stuff like that that people can go to? Uh, so, yeah, so you can go just to ghostrunnergame.com. Uh, we also will have quite a big announcement tomorrow, uh, but I don't know which time it would be for you uh, it will be uh, 4 p.m uh, on our central european time yeah. <laughs> but yeah so basically we are everywhere we are uh, we have a discord channel right now which is uh, growing like we have like 10k people almost, almost over there so you can feel free to join you can spread the word because al also there are uh, uh, there are signups for a beta, a, a beta for for Ghost Runner, so you can sign up yourself, uh, and you may have a chance to play the beta version of Ghost Runner. Uh, and of course, we are on Facebook, Instagram, everywhere. <laughs> so and well, also, well, sorry, uh, there will be a demo at the end of September. So. Ah, yeah. Look out for that, and it will be public on Steam. Yes. Awesome. Uh, thanks, everybody, uh, for giving us your time today. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks.